Now, here's an interesting little note that I found, in, and uh, it's extremely interesting as a, a formerly practicing Catholic, what the Jewish perspective is on the subject of abortion. After all, Christians, all Christians, and Jews believe in the same God. The only difference between Jews and Catholics or any other uh, Protestant Christian faith is uh, the Jewish faith does not recognize the New Testament, uh, and they're basically still waiting for the first coming of Christ. Uh, but as far as their beliefs, uh, they're, they're based on the same original text of the Old Testament. And, uh, you know, the Jewish faith, having predated all Christian faith, it's interesting to see what the Jewish perspective is from the Old Testament times. And what that perspective is, is that the mother's life is considered as a priority. What this means is all these laws being passed that don't have exceptions for medical reasons go against the Jewish beliefs and even Christian beliefs if you follow the Old and New Testaments in your faith. Welcome back to Gramps Place, where my guests and I discuss all things of public interest and anything else that might need a little changing in the good old USA, from ending the drug war and freeing those wrongfully imprisoned for crimes that have no victim, to making government more like what our forefathers intended of we the people again. I talk with doctors, scientists, politicians, and more, so you can make your own decisions on important issues in the USA. This week, it's just me with another current event topic. Now, before I jump into it, let me explain that almost every single person I told that this was my topic for this episode told me, don't do it. It will be the death of your podcast. <laughs> well, I just have to point out that in the show description on my website, it states, Gramps Place, Conversations with Gramps, the podcast where Gramps and his guests talk all things of public interest, politics, economics, and criminal justice are a few. Inflammatory and controversial topics fall into each and every one of those categories. Controversial conversations and opinions will always be part of this, this show. It just will be. So with that being said, I think you will find that this topic is a topic that everyone has an opinion on. And the fact this podcast was started partially in hopes to help rejuvenate the conversations amongst the voting population. This is why I'm bringing it up. So let's jump on in. This week is another episode where I try to shed some light on a subject of importance. Um, I'm going to try to put some perspective or maybe I should say some additional perspective on a current issue in the news and political scene today. Maybe a new perspective 
from an unexpected source that many of those who support the current trend to a complete and total ban on abortion have not thought of. Yes, the subject today is the current battle over abortion's legality. Now please stay tuned, as I always welcome your input. If you don't agree with my perspective, I'd love for you to book an interview and let's talk about it. After all, people talking about issues is how problems get solved. And compromises are also made that way. Now for some background on me and where my perspective may come from, let me start by explaining how I was brought up in a mostly conservative household, at least what conservative meant in the 60s through most of the 80s. What I mean by that is, if you're not uh, aware, Roe v. Wade was authored by a conservative, as well as the decision of the Supreme Court in 1973, was also a decision where five conservative appointed judges voted for Roe v. Wade. It's a little interesting tidbit for those that didn't know. But um, besides the fact that I was raised in a, a conservative household, I was also raised as a practicing Catholic. I even went as far uh, with, with religion as becoming the head usher of our local parish and an elementary-level Catholic catechism and doctrine instructor all by the age of 17. Of course, I'd be lying if I said I had any real position on the subject of abortion at that age. But I was very steadfast in any position the church held at that point in my life, largely because that's pretty much all I knew at that time. Now, to start with, let's look at where abortion originated. The practice of induced abortion has been known since ancient times. Various methods have been used to attempt abortion, including the administration of herbs, the use of sharpened implements, the application of abdominal pressure, and other techniques. Even a naturally occurring abortion, commonly known as a miscarriage today, is in reality a non-induced abortion. By definition, that's what it's considered. That's just another little interesting tidbit. Now, there, there are laws banning abortion that date all the way back to Assyrian law in the Code of Asura from 1075 B.C. Now, this was only imposed on a woman who procures an abortion against her husband's wishes. But the first recorded evidence of induced abortion is from the Egyptian Ebers Papyrus in 1550 B.C. So it's been around for a very, very long time. Now here's an interesting little note that I found in 
and uh, it's extremely interesting as a, a formerly practicing Catholic what the Jewish perspective is on the subject of abortion. After all, Christians, all Christians, and Jews believe in the same God. The only difference between Jews and Catholics or any other uh, Protestant Christian faith is that the Jewish faith does not recognize the New Testament uh, and they're basically still waiting for the first coming of Christ. Uh, but as far as their beliefs, uh, they're, they're based on the same original text of the Old Testament. And, uh, you know, the Jewish faith, having predated all Christian faiths, it's interesting to see what the Jewish perspective is from the Old Testament times. And what that perspective is, is that the mother's life is considered as a priority. What this means is all these laws being passed that don't have exceptions for medical reasons go against the Jewish beliefs and even Christian beliefs if you follow the Old and New Testaments in your faith. Pardon this short break for a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Gramps Place. The podcast where Gramps and his guests talk about all things cannabis and cannabis law reform, along with anything else that piques public interests. Now what I find so so extraordinarily interesting in the, the entire argument of should abortion be legal or should it be Ill illegal uh, is that the majority of people only argue on the basis of those two aspects. Should it be legal or should it be illegal? And uh, my perspective is that, that <laughs> neither one is correct. You know, uh, don't get me wrong. Even though I personally don't believe anyone should get an abortion unless it is a case of rape, incest, known medical deficiencies of the fetus that will hinder its life and medical risks to the mother if she were to attempt to carry to term. I think in all of those instances, and probably a few others that I haven't named, uh, that it's basically an option that should be on the table and it should be up to the woman and her family and her physician to make those decisions. It really, truly is none of my business. Unless it's my wife or my daughter or, or some other family member that's asking my, my opinion. Uh, you may disagree, and that is your right. I, I'm not trying to take that away from you. But convince me I'm wrong. And show me why. That's all I ask. Instead of just shaking your fist at me and saying, you support murder, uh, because I don't support murder, and I don't support full-blown open abortion. What I support is the choice should be there and it's none of my business. That's what I support. And I, I just want to point out, you know, an awful lot of the people that push 
uh, for the anti-abortion equation today. Uh, it's the younger crowd, you know, so uh, I'm afraid that this this group of people, this very large portion of the people that are pushing to either regulate, limit, or ban abortion entirely, have no idea why we got to where we are, the consequences of reversing this, and what that means. Because just like the question of marijuana or cannabis, it's the same principle. You are not going to stop anything by making a law saying it's illegal. What you're going to do is push people to the underground where they don't have the proper medical facilities or training and more people are going to die as a result. How is this beneficial, we ask? It's a good question to ask. And when we're asking that question, uh, these are the things that I think people need to consider. Uh, and this is the perspective that I mentioned in the opening that I, I want to point out. So maybe some people who, who feel a certain way maybe might be enlightened slightly to understand the other side, maybe, at the very least. Uh, and and this is my perspective. I know lots and lots of people who have been faced with those tough decisions that I outlined earlier. I'd be willing to bet we all know someone who has or has a family member who has. Those are not easy moments in life to endure. A lot of them, maybe even most of the couples faced with those hard decisions, were excited to learn they were expecting, only to learn that there is a real risk for the baby, the mother, or both. Some of them are young girls who are engaged to be married, and maybe they let things go a little too far on a date with their, their betrothed other. When they learn they're expecting, they also learn that it is a tube of pregnancy. All this is scary to them because they're still teens, they're still kids. Attempts are made at moving the fetus without any success. And then they are told that if they try to carry to term, they will likely not survive, neither the mother nor the baby. Some of them are young couples trying to start their family together. Only learn there is a developmental defect in that pregnancy they have hoped and prayed for for so long. That their child's life, if born, will be one of misery and pain. My point in bringing these types of scenarios to light is simple. Uh, much like when I lost my son to epilepsy, 
because he refused to break the laws that we are working so hard to change that are surround cannabis. But he refused to break these laws to use cannabis to treat his epilepsy when medications only made him worse. What I'm pointing that out for is because until it happens to you, until you are faced with that decision, until you have to deal with those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, you have no right to judge and condemn those who are going through it now or may be faced with it in the future, for that matter. Who are we to tell those people, those women, you don't get a choice? That being said, if we're going to pass laws banning abortions, it is my opinion that they not only should have provisions for exceptions for medical and criminal situations at the very least, but they should not infringe beyond what has been the standard for almost 50 years. If you don't agree, that's fine. Or if you have an opinion on this subject and you want to join me and talk about it, go to GrampsPlace.net, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click that button that says Book Now. I'd love to continue this conversation because it's a conversation that we, the people, need to be having, not the politicians. We need to have it, and then we need to tell them what we want because that's how government's supposed to work in America, and that's how we need to get things back to. Uh, because it really is pretty simple, folks. Something has to change, and now. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening, and I thank you for your generous support. Grants, please podcast where I bring you the doctors, scientists, patients, politicians, and ordinary everyday people to talk about anything and everything with facts and first-hand reports so you can make your own decisions on important issues. Cannabis law reform, politics, criminal justice, government, and economics are just a few. As always, I thank you for listening and for your generous support. <laughs>